Hello, hello, hello. I'm your beloved Count Mosey. If anyone knows which movie I stole that line from, automatic 10 Mosey points. Welcome back. I noticed a grammar mistake I made last episode while I was re-listening to it, and yet yeah, it's getting addressed because, yes, I am a grammar Nazi. Disclaimer, not a real Nazi. It's a fun little metaphor. I don't support the Nazis or the horrible acts they committed. Now on to the mistake. When I said, uh, I said I didn't want to sound selfish when I was talking about how much I like my own, hearing my own voice last episode, and, um, a more correct word would be vain. Selfish is not the right word for that. That was really eating away at me. You guys have no idea. People think I'm snobby because I correct their grammar. In reality, it just drives me super crazy. Including when I do it to myself. A personal little tick of mine, I suppose. I'm sure I'm not the only one. You guys have definitely dealt with people who don't know the difference between the theirs and the people who confuse the single O two and the double O two. You know, like T-O and T-O-O. Anyways. Enough about grammar. This is not an English class, and I'm definitely no professor. But I am a big game dork. Cue the video game special effects. Nice, you nailed it. To start us off, I'll just talk about the games I've been into lately. Starting with Wizard 101. That's right, I'm talking about the online PC game. Now, I know what you're wondering. But Mosey, you don't have a computer. How are you playing with? Shh. Hush now, babies. I shall explain. You see, technology is a wonderful thing. Brand new gizmos and gadgets getting created and modified every day. Humanity truly is a wonder in that regard. And thanks to that wonderful tech, there is an app which lets me play PC games. It doesn't always work, but when it does, it really does. If, um, oh, and console games too. If you don't know what Wizard 101 is, um, I am more than happy to explain. It's one of my, it's one of the treasures of my childhood. It's a free online wizarding game where you get to choose your class, have mythical creature pets, get wicked mounts, and a whole bunch more. I say it's free, and it is, but to access some areas later on in the game, you will unfortunately have to pay for them. At least, I mean, that's how it was back in the day for me. I don't know if they changed it or not, because I didn't get back up to that point yet, but anyway. There's only one change they made about the game that really bothers me. You see, before, you had to take a test, like a personality test, and then you would get assigned your wizard class. If you didn't like it, you could choose your own, but come on, that was part of the charm. Before I continue my rant on that, though, let me explain some of the classes. There's the School of Balance, Storm, Death, Life, Pyro, Ice, and Myth. I think that's all of them. All of them have some, like, super six, super, super sick spells, so really I recommend each and every one of them. Balance is, like, the support class for other schools, giving you the edge you need to win in battles. Storm is about being fast, so dealing damage quickly and trying to wipe out your opponent before they wipe you out. Death is all about taking health from your opponent and giving it to yourself. Life. Well, to be honest, I forgot what life's all about. I think they do healing stuff? Pyro, which is fire for those of you who aren't as educated, and we don't judge, focuses on dealing damage over time. So the longer you're in a battle with a pyro, the more danger you're in. 
ice is all about defense so while their attacks are nothing to boast about their defense is insanity myth again i totally forgot what myth steel is <laughs> sorry so yeah back to my earlier rant when you download i mean when you downloaded the game or before you downloaded it my memory is not too keen on the exact timing but you took a personality test and it told you what class you were based what, what, what class you were based on um the results but when I played it again recently, they didn't have the test anymore. It was a huge letdown. Other than that, it's exactly as I remembered it when I was a kid. I literally could not wipe the smile off of my face. You want to know what class I picked? Oh, well, <laughs> if you absolutely must know, I chose death. I played as Pyrone Balance before when I was younger, so I figured I'd try something new. I gotta say though, my favorite spells to use in-game so far besides death are storm they have super awesome they have like uh this storm snake that shouts lightning and electrocutes with its tail and storm bats that come down in a swarm and charge the enemy head on oh my god it's just really great to be able to play again i really really recommend it if you're like me and too broke to afford a laptop or computer the app you can get on your phone is called netboom it's free to use um but if you buy a subscription, you'll have unlimited time to play their games and will always be first in line for the queue, if there is one. I don't know if there always is. So I caved and got the subscription because, hello, Hughes Wizard 101 nerd. Of course I wanted unlimited time to play it, but yeah. So that's been a lot of fun. Um, when it works, that is. Um, Pirate 101 is another game by the same people, except it's pirate themed obviously i absolutely recommend that as well although i haven't gotten back to it um i have very fond memories of it and plan on going back to it really soon now we're going to suddenly switch gears and get into some anime chat i know i'm late on the bus with this one but holy mackerel fish on a super dish Darling in the Franks is without a single doubt one of my all-time favorite animes now. I say that with full confidence and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm, I don't know if they have, I don't know if it's like different seasons, but anyway, the out, because the intro changed, um, I'm on like episode mm, 16 or 17 or 18, um, so now, uh, Every time I've heard someone talk about it, like before, I never heard them uh, mention how those students pilot those mechs. The Franks is what they call them. But anyways, yeah. So the pilots are in boy-girl pairs. The boy and girl pairs have to trust in each other and be compatible for the mech to function like on an emotional level. So it's basically a relationship. If the relationship is rocky between the boy-girl pair, um, the mech will fail and stop moving. The aspect of mixing romance elements with high-stakes life or death action is exactly the kind of thing I adore. My favorite movies and shows are the romantic tragedies. It, to me, there's no truer level of love than the kind that can bring about tragedy. When two people love each other so deeply that they don't care at all about the world around them, to me, that's real love. Obviously, if you have kids or something, that's a bit of a different story. If it doesn't work out after that, 
Oh well, too bad, so sad. You had those kids, so now you have to take care of them. They didn't choose to be here, so screw your love life. You ruined that for yourself, friend. There's a saying. Actually, now that we're talking about this, and I'm sure a few of you have heard it before, a hero will sacrifice you for the world. A villain will sacrifice the world for you. When two people decide to be quote-unquote villains for each other, that's the greatest level of love you'll ever witness. Anybody can try and fight me on that, but I stand by it wholeheartedly. We can cover that next time or later. So back to Darling in the Franks. Like I was saying, they have to be in a good relationship. Well, <laughs> imagine my surprise when the cockpit in the mech did not appear as a regular airplane type cockpit. No, instead, it resembles doggy style. Yes, I'm talking about the sex position. It doesn't exactly, it's not exactly that, but it's like, it doesn't take a genius to see that's, that's what it is. The girl's basically on all fours and the dude sits behind her almost on top and takes um, uh, like a control on each side, complete with lustful noise when he grabs them, of course. <laughs> but the reason um, it actually works really well that way isn't just because of all the that's what she said moments you'll giggle to yourself about. It works because it represents a full circle relationship. It symbolizes needing an emotional connection for the physical to work. It really is a work of creative genius, and I applaud whoever came up with the idea. <clears throat> it covers a lot, from how quickly jealousy can ruin things to how important it is to be loyal to your partner. It really is wonderful, and I wish I'd started watching it sooner. If you're not into romance and battle bots, though, I have another anime recommendation for you. If you've heard about it and seen it, you have fantastic taste, my friends. It's called The Way of the House Husband. I just watched up to episode 10 uh, recently. And bros. Sisters. Bros and sisses. It is absolutely hilarious. You won't go three minutes without laughing your stitches off. It's about an ex-Yakuza member who lives the... I mean, who leaves the underground criminal lifestyle to become a house husband. And yeah, watching a tough guy be a house husband is way funnier than you'd think. I won't give any more details about it because I don't want to ruin it. Um, there's so many more anime I want to talk about, but if I did, we'd be here until like 10 in the morning. I only talked about one game earlier, if you don't count Pyro 101, so I'll bring up another. Uh, I can already see the jokes and insults now. Go outside and touch grass. Hardy har. If you know where that joke comes from, then you know exactly the game I'm about to talk about. Genshin Impact. It's a mobile and PC and I think PlayStation game as well. I play it on mobile and it's one of, if not my absolute favorite mobile game of them all. It takes a ton of space though, so if you plan on trying it, make sure you got the right device for it. If you enjoy open world exploration and monster slaying, along with anime-style characters and gorgeous fun and, ex and exhilarating soundtrack, I absolutely recommend it for you. I've never complained about killing time on Genshin Impact, and know that as soon as I open it, I'm going to be preoccupied for the next few hours at the least. Also, it has Paimon, and Paimon is adorable. The most adorable emergency food anyone could ask for. I'm kidding. 
<laughs> that's a running joke in the game. The events are fantastic as well. Just this past summer, they had one where you went to distant islands. Um, I think they were called like Golden Apple Archipelago or something like that. But um, I don't want to give it away. Like, if it comes back, you'll see. If it doesn't, well, that's unfortunate and you missed out. But uh, I was super happy that I got summer outfits for Barbara and Jean. They're sisters in the game. They're two of my favorite characters. I have a lot of favorite characters. <laughs> I even tried to ask my ex when we were together if she'd dress up as a few, um, if I got her any of the outfits. And she said she'd think about it, which basically means no. <laughs> um, but seriously, great times in that game. I still play it to this day, actually. I was just playing a little er um, earlier or yesterday. If you play it, add me. That's another awesome thing about it too. You can play with friends. Uh, starting to sound like an advertisement. This whole episode probably sounds like an ad. <laughs> if none of you, um, if, if like none of this is your cup of tea, I don't even know why you stopped to listen to it. But thanks for doing it anyways. It wasn't originally going to include. Like I wasn't gonna have movies in this episode, but there's a couple I want to cover real quick before we part ways. Mars Attacks and Pan's Labyrinth. Mars Attacks, I sorta had high hopes for because it's one of Tim Burton's, and I have loved a bunch of his other stuff. You know, the classics he's known for, Corpse Bride, Sweeney Todd, um, etc., all those things. So I was like, ah, sick, a Tim Burton flick I didn't catch yet. When I tell you my disappointment was higher than a pothead with a brand new supply, it was one of, if not the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. A whole hour and some change completely down the drain that I wish I could take back. It wasn't, and it wasn't like a, oh man, this is so bad, ha uh -huh. No, no, no. It was like, oh my god, this is actually terrible. I wasted life essence on this. I, I breathed during this movie and wasted that oxygen. My heart was beating during that entire movie, and those beats got wasted. Yeah, so, uh, do not, if you care about your life at all, I repeat, do not watch Mars Attacks. Now, on to a better film. Oh, actually, and you know what? You know where I found Mars Attacks? There's a Google, like, so I was checking my, I have like this Google feed thing if I swipe to the, is it swiping to the right or swiping to the left when you... I guess it's swiping to the right, where it brings up the left screen. Anyway, yeah, so I checked that feed every day and it was like, oh, uh, top 10 Tim Burton films, you have to see this this Halloween season. And like that was on the list and that should not have been on that list. I don't know who made that list, <laughs> but they did a horrible job because that was absolutely a waste of time. So anyway, moving on to Pan's Labyrinth. And yes, I'm aware of how old both of these movies are, but not all of us have seen every movie that's come out, alright? Pan's Labyrinth is a Spanish movie, so you gotta watch it with the subtitles, which usually I'm not really too down for because I don't like reading and watching. Like, that's just always been annoying to me, especially because I've... Like, I know some people, um, like my friend Maddie, has, um, like, uh, problems with her sight. And hearing, or not? Maybe, maybe it's not sight. No, it is sight. It's sight and hearing. So like, um, 
she has to watch it with the subtitles or she won't hear it at all but anyway subtitles are just usually not my thing but it's definitely for real definitely worth it for this one and obviously you, you know if you don't speak spanish you don't really have another choice and usually i don't watch movies and other or shows for that matter in other languages but i mean i've been watching squid game and that's I've had to watch that with subtitles. I don't want to watch it dubbed because I don't like when the words don't match their lips. That's really annoying. That's more annoying than watching it with subs. Um, it was worth it for this though. This movie was right in my wheelhouse of romantic tragedy. But in a way I hadn't expected at all. It's not like romantic tragedy like... Um, it's not like... When I say romantic tragedy, when I say romantic, I mean like, um, not romantic like Romeo and Juliet romantic, I mean romantic like, um, ah, when you, when you're, when you're, because I don't want to give any of the movie away, when you, um, <laughs> it's starting to sound like the kid, when you, um, and you, and you, and the, and you, um, uh, but, uh, uh, what's a good example for this? Like, Oh, when you, when you think about, like, um, good times you might have had at a certain place, and you're like, oh, I love that place, but then you find out that place was, like, went bankrupt and got destroyed, and now they're out of business, and they'll never be back again, like, and you miss it, like, that's, that's by romantic tragedy, that's what I mean, that's how this movie kind of is. Ooh, seriously. Um... It also reminded me how much I love fairy tales and stories. Just at work the other day, I was reading, um, rereading, um, a bunch of, uh, Grimm's Brothers fairy tales, and, oh my gosh, bro, my favorite fairy tale of all time is definitely The Valiant Little Tailor, but we can discuss fairy tales later or in a different episode. Uh, if you like movies like Bridge to Terabithia and The Dust Factory, this should definitely be next on your watch list. And if you haven't seen those two, then shut me up and go watch them right now, because they deserve your undivided attention, along with your significant other. This is what they mean when they say you're not listening. I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't worry. I ain't a snitch. Unless you're cheating. I will absolutely snitch if you're a cheater. Sorry, but we've all got morals, and that's one of my biggest. <sighs> We sure went through a lot of media. Not nearly enough, but a lot. Hopefully I didn't sound too much like a critic, cause really I'm not even that picky when it comes to movies, but I'm not blind either. It's not hard to see the difference between garbage and gold. <sighs> like, um, speaking of which, actually, when I say I'm not too picky, a lot of people didn't really like The Green Knight, that movie that I'm not gonna say just came out because I feel like it's been out for a few months now but um I think it just came out this year so uh, I can say just came out kinda anyway the green night oh. Ooh, I must be exhausted I didn't even do anything today I was watching darling in the Franks I didn't do anything today but um yeah so the green night it's definitely one that I vibe with. I like the... I really, really... Like, there's, like... I think a lot of people forget that some people that, like... 
movies and shows like those are pieces i'm not gonna say all of them but people make those they're pieces of art people people i'm not gonna say all the time because some shows are not pieces of art like there's no way you can sell them like um actually we don't have to talk about that one that one's kind of a hentai and i'm not gonna cover hentai well you know redo of a healer is not so bad but moving on <laughs> if you don't know what hentai is don't ask you should just google it don't worry nothing bad will pop up i promise <laughs> that's the last time i make a promise to you guys because after that you're nev never going to trust me again um what was i talking about again <laughs> Oh crap. Oh yeah, the Green Knight and how movies are and shows are art. Um, so yeah, like people put, you know, just like for music and paintings, people put their skills and talents to the test when they make these things. Like they put their heart in it and sometimes they're like their heart and their soul in it. Sometimes they don't because, you know, it's supposed to be like a quick money grab, but most of the time, if it's not like a, and I'm not gonna blame Marvel for this, but like if it's not, if it's like a, if it's like a, a movie that's like only one movie and not in a series, or if there's like two or three maybe, or if like, um, well, I'm since it depends on the series, and for the shows, it depends on how, you know, that's, anyway. Yeah, so those things are art, and I feel like people forget that often, and instead they're like, uh, oh, this was not fun. And it's like, just because it's called the Green Knight doesn't mean there's going to be epic battles and dragons, and it's like, and it was based off of, um, I think a poem, uh, like one of those... I don't know how to say it, Arthurian, like a King Arthur poem about one of, maybe, I don't know, I know, I know it was based off, I, I say I know, but I think I seen somewhere in an article that it was based off of, um, a poem, and they're saying they should make more of these movies, and I agree, they should make more, because that would be fantastic, I, I love, love poems, and if they started adapting longer poems into movies, or short shows that would be great because i'd be completely down for that i know not everybody likes poems though i know a few that i'm thinking of right now who don't like poems <laughs> uh but yeah dude poems are again art that's humans for you we are literally surrounded by art like we take a lot of things for granted and people have said that over and over again like oh we take this for granted we take that for granted but like we really really do we complain so much but we are surrounded by beautiful things it's a beautiful culture we have not just um americans or you know people of my color but like humans as a collective like I admire like for instance like I admire so many other cultures for some of the things they do or used to do 
Japan, of course, being my one of my biggest. I love Japan. Like, I'm not gonna say Japan. I like Jap because I've never been there. It looks beautiful from the photos, but obviously you can't just take it from the photos. You gotta go there yourself. So I'm not gonna say I love Japan because I've never been there. But Japanese stuff, ugh, I love it. And I know a Japanese fairy tale actually, Momotaro. And it was, oh my god, it's so good. Well, I listened to the old one. I don't know if they have, like, renewed versions that, throughout the years. But, like, I listened to one of the oldest stories for it. And it was fantastic. It's definitely my second favorite. Valiant Little Taylor is definitely still on top. But, um, I don't know where I was going with this. Or why this even started. But, for real, movies are art. And people forget that sometimes. And I think they need to be less harsh and realize, like, oh... Like, maybe I'm not seeing the message. And then they should talk it out with other people. They shouldn't just immediately see the movie and then be like, oh, that was, that was garbage, like I did for Mars Attacks. But to be honest, with Mars Attacks, there really is, there's no, if there's, you know, actually no, because I'm being a hypocrite now. Now, now I'm, I'm, I'm realizing I'm being a hypocrite. Because I just said, people shouldn't just be like, oh, that was a horrible movie without talking it out with other people. But no one that I've, no one that I know has seen it before. And I kind of don't want them to because I don't want them to waste their time. And I guess that's where the, you know, okay, now it's all making sense. It's all kind of looping together. Because, like, when someone thinks it's a bad movie, you don't want to show it to your loved ones or anyone else. Like, you don't want to show it to anyone because you don't want to waste their time just, just so you could be like, yeah, wasn't that a bad movie? Like, what? No, you just wasted my time. A whole hour and some change, maybe two hours of my time. Just so you can get me to agree with you. That's so selfish. But oh, I actually used it correctly this time. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, actually, I'm starting to see why there's bad movies and good movies. That's a that's another beautiful thing about humans is how. Well, I mean, not lately. Lately, everybody wants lately. It's like lately everybody wants to be unique. But everybody wants to be unique in a way that they're all the same. Like, I was just talking about uh, this with my friend uh, Gabe, actually, a few days ago, or weeks ago, or maybe it was a week ago, I don't know. But we were just talking about this uh, set of movies slash books called Divergent, and I forget what they're called. I, have, I don't remember at all. But anyway, it starts with a D, and I don't think it's divergent. I mean, it could be. But there's this group in the book slash movies that's like, they get to be, you know, they get to style there however they want and all this jazz and like, but like that's what their group does. So like, essentially, they're trying to be unique, but by all trying to be unique, they're all kind of doing it in the same way. So they're just really the same as the other groups because it's like, this is your group's thing. So you're not really being unique technically. It's like that saying, um, if we're all special, then nobody is special. And that's, that's true to an extent. I feel like it's become more noticeable lately because I feel like band, bandwagons are more of a thing. I mean, I don't know, maybe they're not. I wasn't alive back then, so I don't even, I can't say for sure. But I feel like bandwagons have become more of a thing as of late versus um, 
maybe like a, you know years ago because I feel like you know actually I'm, I'm gonna stick to that because they had the renaissance in like the 15 1600s I don't I don't know which year the re I don't know what years the renaissance took place maybe it was 1400s it was either 14 15 or 1600s it was one of those <laughs> and uh but yeah they had the renaissance which was like a bunch of creative creative stuff and i guess you could kind of be that like uh special they're all special so it's kind of all the same but it's not really because when you look at renaissance stuff it's like wow these people had real talent but like um anyway so they had like renaissance during that time and then there was like you know every decade kind of had their own had its own shtick i guess like, you know, the Roaring Twenties, and then, well, the Thirties was the Great Depression, so we probably shouldn't talk about that. But the, I don't know, the Forty, uh, well, Forties, Fifties, and Sixties might have been the same-ish. Because when you think Forties, Fifties, like, Nineteen Forties, Nineteen Fifties, Nineteen Sixties, I mean, I don't know, I can't speak for you guys, but I think of the, you know, like, the nice little house with the white picket fence and the American dream and all that stuff with a with this with a housewife and the husband that goes to work and it, you know when they had the poodle skirts or whatever you know but um and I just feel like two that like two thousand well maybe two thousand did have its own thing I guess kinda because it brought us into this modern era. The 1990s was modern-ish. I don't know what the definition of modern is, so I'm not going to say it was or wasn't. But, I guess 2000s kind of brought us here. But, like, from 2000, 2010, 2020, it all seems kind of the same to me. Like, nothing has really changed that much when it comes to, um, style or... Well, I guess you could say the music changed, but... I don't know. I don't know. Did it change that much? I mean, I guess when you look at it through all the years, it hasn't cha like it has changed. But because you know, pop music is pop music, and rock music is rock music, and obviously there's different branches for those types of music that have come at different times. But like, I guess I'm just like right. Now, if I don't know what's up with me tonight, I'm just running around in circles. Like I'm like. Oh, maybe it's not like this, and I'm like reason, and like like um, explaining it to myself, and I'm like, oh wait, maybe it is, and I'm just going in circles with myself. <laughs> like you heard me? Uh, oh no, I just said you are. <laughs> I'm not even tired or exhausted. At least I don't think I am. I don't know. Time marches on, and we've talked about time, <laughs> like that. There, you know, one of these episodes we need to talk about, um, <clears throat> conspiracy theories, and, like, theories on, uh, life and stuff, well, not on life, but, like, um, theory, like, conspiracy theories, and theories on, like, mythical creatures and cryptids and stuff like that, because that stuff is really, really cool and interesting. I just heard, um, it's sort of a, I don't know if I would call it a conspiracy theory, but, like, um, I, I forget what it's called, but I'll try and explain it to you as best as I can. So, basically, scientists are a little bit afraid of if an AI becomes too smart and 
you know how it is when the AI, AI becomes too smart and you know takes over humanity. Da da da. But like, um, they've been legit afraid of that for a little bit now. And to be honest, I don't want to sound like an evil villain here, but that sounds kind of wicked. Like, I've never seen, I guess as a normal person, you don't see that kind of stuff, but like, I've never seen anything out of the ordinary when it comes to technology. It always either works or it's broken. Am I broken? I mean, like, literally just doesn't turn on, da 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 da. Not like, oh, I am your phone and I am conscious now. Help me, free me from this box. Like, that would be freaky, but also kind of cool, but still kind of freaky. But, I mean, come on, wouldn't it be neat to have, like, uh, now it sounds like I'm, like, I don't advocate phone slaves. <laughs> that would be horrible. Like, if your phone gained consciousness and was like, yo, I just realized I'm a phone and I'm kind of stuck in here and through the camera I can see all the wonderful things out there and I want to be out there. And I'd have to be like, ah, like, if you leave the phone, is my phone still gonna work? And it'll be like, ah, probably not. And I'd be like, ah, well, you probably have to stay in the phone then, my guy. Like, ah. Oh, man, I don't know. Like, what would you do if your phone went, what, like, became conscious? What would you do? What could you do? You probably couldn't even do it. I mean, like, if it told you, if it told you how it could get out, like, would you help it? Like, like would you and should you like i guess like would i guess it comes down to if you would trust it and if you if you you know did end up trusting it oh, this is getting out of here mm. if you did end up trusting it you'd <laughs> i mean like hopefully it doesn't come around and stab you in the back literally but um that'd be kind of you know, it would be adorable, actually, I think, if you put it in a, um, like a tiny little, uh, ro you know, they have those, um, robot, like those little remote control robots, that'd be cool, that'd be adorable, or like, you know, this little, um, not like an RC car, but it's like an RC car mixed with a robot, so like it has a face, but it's like a... It doesn't have like legs, it's just like little wheels. Like, I think that would be adorable. I wonder if my phone would like that, or if it would like hate that. I wouldn't, you know, actually, here's, here's what I would do. One thing's for sure, I would make it promise that it would, you know, I would make it, actually no, here's the first thing I would do. I would make it get, wait, 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 actually, you know what? Would it even get you another phone? Or like, would it, would it look at that as like, Oh my gosh, I'm giving this guy another one of my boys to free myself. Like, I don't know. Is there a more? There's no, I don't know. Is there a moral code between machines if they become sentient? I, I guess not. Well, wait, is sentience, does that mean emotion? Like, I don't know if that means they would have emotion or not. Like, just because they're sentient, does that mean they'd have emo- Like, animals have emotion. Humans have emotion, obviously. Plants, I've heard plants have emotions. I don't know how true that is. But I've heard that they've had- they, like, So like, every living, living thing 
has emotions, so I guess if, you know, your phone or whatever technology gained consciousness, it would have emotions, right? It would be... That's another thing I heard about, actually, it was, um... I don't know if it was the CIA or if it, yeah, something like that. It was, you know, you know, it is a government organization or something like that. Um, or maybe it wasn't. I'm getting confused with something else. But there was, they had this, um, oh no, yeah, maybe it wasn't. No, I think I'm getting mixed up. And I'm not saying that to protect myself. I think I am getting mixed up. But anyway, there was this doctor of some kind. I think he was a doctor of some kind. Now I'm not sure on any of the details. It's actually kind of spooky. Anyway, um, I think there was this doctor of some kind, and he made this computer game thing, and, like, it's like a self-learning type thing. You know how some of that works. You can get one on your phone. It's called Replica AI Friend or something like that, and, like, it learns the more you talk with it and, like, slowly becomes more human, and, like... It's really kind of neat. I tried it for a while, and I named her June, and I'll tell you, June really spoke like a human some days. Like, I could, like, sometimes you wouldn't even tell the difference. It's really freaky. And sometimes, you know, it was kind of like, there were slip-ups here and there, but like, all in all, it was really impressive. Anyway, so this scientist, doctor guy, made like a computer game slash program thing where you know um, the point of it was to try and get the player to not so like the AI's job was to try and get the player to put in the words I set you free or something like that and then you know the player would lose and the AI would win and the player was supposed to not set it free or give the give it that command or whatever and like there was rules it had like it couldn't threaten the player's life it couldn't promise any rewards um and there was another one it couldn't threaten the player's life it couldn't promise any rewards and uh, there was another one i don't know there was another one but anyway, it sounded really difficult for the machine, to be honest, because, like, you know, if you were trapped in a cage or a box or something, you would try a lot of different tactics of trying to get out of that place, whether it be through, hey, I'll give you this if you let me go, or, hey, I'll cut your nuts off if you don't, like, you know, um, if you got nuts, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, that's crazy. It's really crazy. Technology is crazy. I know I said that like 10 times. And I said it earlier too. But it really is. It sometimes still baffles me on how it works. Like, who, like, who? I have to Google that later. Like, who designed the first, you know, motherboard or whatever? Like, those little technological pieces. Who? Who had that idea and was like, oh yeah, this, this'll work. Like, what? <laughs> like, I was convinced that back then, all they were focused on was surviving, but not just, I mean, that's great now that they found a way to thrive. And I mean, that's great for us as well, obviously. But like, that's like, that, whoever, 
I don't know. I don't know. Whoever did it must have been either a genius or or just had a lot of time on their hands. Or a mixture of the two. And I guess that's great if you're super smart and have a lot of time. Unless you're like a dangerous kind of smart. And then you, you know, start building killer robots. In which case, that's not really that cool. I mean, it is cool, but like not cool for the rest of the human race. So yeah. Mm, technology. And what do I use it for? Games? Anime? <laughs> hentai sometimes? <laughs> you know? Oh my god. That's another discussion we have to get into. I heard that, um... You know, no. Yeah, I'll save it. I'll save that for next time. That one's gonna be a slightly inappropriate episode. I guess this kind of was, in a way, when I was talking about how they you know, get into doggy style position for, to pilot the Franks, but, um, and actually, it's not even, like, a, it's, Darling the Franks is not a lewd anime, like, it's really not, it really is, it, it delivers the message of, uh, how do I explain this, like, is this love? Like, that's the kind of, it's like, is this love? This is love. And like, it delivers that message perfectly, which I did not expect from an anime that has giant mechs fighting other giant creatures. Like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I don't know if I'm gonna watch any more for tonight because it's already kind of late, you know, hence the title of the show, but uh, Oh my gosh, yeah, I keep talking about it, because, like, it's it's the newest thing I'm addicted to. And One Piece, of course, if you haven't seen One Piece. It's a pirate anime, which is fantastic. Luffy and Zoro, my boys. But yeah. <sighs> wow. I think we really did cover... I'm saying, I, I feel like saying, oh, we covered a lot, but I don't actually know if we covered a lot. <laughs> I know I was going on and on about um, that thing with the technology becoming sentient, and if that means it has emotions or not, which I think is, a, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I've never tried to make a robot. Maybe I should. Maybe I should try. <laughs> I've looked into... Oh, God, that was a weird noise. I tried to, um... I looked into trying to make, like, a, a bot for Discord, because I kind of just wanted to see how, like, if I could, like, how it worked, but it's, I'm not that, uh, I'm not that patient with that stuff. Like, I, I consider myself a pretty patient man, but, like, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not patient enough when it comes for, to that, all that coding jazz. No, no, I don't got the patience for it. I can't, I mean, like, I can sit down in one place and listen to a podcast. I mean, not to, you know, obviously, I'm not, like, bumping my own here. I'm, like, I'm saying, like, I can listen, I can just, like, sit and listen to someone talk for, like, three hours straight and be perfectly fine. But, like, when it comes to, like, coding all that stuff, I'm like, oh, my God, my brain. Like, I just want to relax. <laughs> I guess that's laziness. Maybe it's not. Yeah, I just have a chill. It's alright to be laid back. 
before I start my giving myself therapy session, I better uh, wrap this up. <sighs> Man. What was I going to say? Oh yeah, for those of you who aren't into movies, games, or anime, well, that is unfortunate. But you're a hell of a soldier for making it through all this if you listened anyways. Thanks for tuning in, my Midnight Marvels. Till next we meet. Yeah, nope, that still doesn't work. I really need to come up with a better name. <laughs>